Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, I think we have finally arrived at that place. I am willing to say it, albeit somewhat tentatively. I think this is Anthony Davis's team now. So while LeBron was out, he first got injured against uh, the Clippers in the fourth quarter and then, you know, missed all but the last two games. And um, while LeBron was out, uh, Anthony Davis's numbers were, were pretty incredible, right? His impact was pretty incredible. And I think most notably are, you know, and, and I, I could isolate the, the fourth quarter and the second half and all that stuff, but I think it's, it's, it's as simple as look at these shot and free throw totals. So again, LeBron gets hurt on uh, November 9th against the Clippers in 35 minutes, AD shot 16 times and uh, shot three of four from the free throw line, right? Uh, the Lakers lost that game 114 to 101. In 34 minutes, the the following game against Sacramento, he shoots 17 times, goes 8 of 11 from uh, the free throw line, and the Lakers were in that game against Sacramento till the very end. The next game against Brooklyn, albeit lesser opponent, but still, AD shoots 15 of 25 from the field and 7 of 7 from the free throw line. The next game, again, Detroit sucks, but still, uh, in 34 minutes, 10 of 16 from the field, not great. Oh, he shot 21 free throws in that game. Goes 18 of 21 from that one, the Lakers win. Uh, Against San Antonio, goes 12 of 19 from the field, and 6 of 6 from uh, from the free throw line. And then in, I think, his best game during the stretch, 38 minutes, he goes 11 of 17 from the field against Phoenix, but then he goes 15 of 16 from the free throw line. Um, Then LeBron comes back against San Antonio. His field goals uh, dip down to 13, and he only shoots seven free throws in that one. And then the last game against Indiana, he shot nine of 15 um, in in that one and uh, shot 10 free throws. So like his, his... presence offensively got a little bit better I think against Indiana and the the Lakers were right again should have won that game and I think looked at their best when AD was kind of the centerpiece and the focal point of the offense and I think that's kind of sort of how this has to be for you know for the foreseeable future at the very least until LeBron is like no longer uh you know questionable for you know, his adductor thing and his ankle thing um, until LeBron sustainably looks like LeBron and maybe even after. I think this has to be Anthony Davis's team. And I think that 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 has a ripple effect across a lot of the things that the Lakers are trying to do. If AD is going to be the focal point of, of all of this, then I think the Lakers need to take a somewhat different approach in terms of the lineups that they have around him while he's out there. They need to be bigger. They need to they need to provide ad you know I would argue shooting is the top priority whenever AD is on the court so that defenses can't just sink into the key whenever he has the ball or even before he has the ball and the Lakers are trying to put him in in the proper position. If LeBron is on the court, you only need one other ball handler there, and preferably that ball handler is like Austin Reeves or maybe Dennis Schroeder or 
you know, the occasional run there where you have Russell Westbrook out there. But for the most part, if LeBron's out there, you're good as far as creation goes. The whole focus, the the, the whole point of all of this is getting AD all of the touches and as many touches as he can possibly have and then let everybody else kind of work around him. And when LeBron isn't on the court, then fine. You want an extra ball handler out there, you can have Russ in Reeves, who I think has acquitted himself quite well. You can have Walker in Reeves. You can have Walker in Schroeder occasionally. But what you can't have is Russ and Schroeder out there. Or, you know, whenever Patrick Beverly comes back from his suspension, uh, until Patrick shows that he's willing to shoot, and then a step even beyond that actually makes some of his threes, I don't think he's playable. So, uh, I, I think here what, what the Lakers have to really kind of do here, and I know in terms of talent talent dispersal, it's easy to just kind of say, well, we got to get the most talent that we can get onto the court as often as we can, and therefore we have to play as many guards as as they can fit onto the court. Now, I, I think that kind of has to change here. I think the focus has to be making Anthony Davis's life as absolutely easy as possible and figuring out whatever else and and secondary and tertiary options go from there and this was always the natural outcome to all of this right like eventually LeBron was going to take a step back and and you would hope that Anthony Davis take you know stepping into that role and being kind of the son that everything else revolves around um, in in the Lakers offense and as a Lakers organization like you would hope that that happened because LeBron just kind of steadily took a step back and Anthony Davis made the, the natural uh, evolution of his game and, 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 and became more of that, that type of player. Um, unfortunately here, that's not how this is working out. LeBron has missed quite a bit of time. LeBron, even when he's been healthy, uh, doesn't have the lateral burst that he needs if, if he's going to be the primary focus uh, as as a ball handler who just kind of has the ball at the top of the key and every, everybody else just kind of figures it out around him. No, I think the Lakers, and, and by the way, I, think, I, I trust Ham and his staff to be able to do this, but I think the Lakers do need to decentralize the basketball, get Anthony Davis in motion as often as you can, and, and get him as much space as he can possibly handle um, so that he can attack the basket and at worst get to the free throw line and at best just kind of dominate whoever is standing in front of him. Now this is going to take time and it's especially going to be difficult obviously for LeBron because this is not something I think he really ever saw himself doing even even if he's been hoping that Anthony Davis would step into this role. It's hard to... to actually look at father time and and recognize, okay, it is time for me to evolve again. Uh, But LeBron has been incredible at evolving over the course of his career. When he first came into the league, he couldn't shoot. (laughs) When he, when he got to uh, Miami, he played, he he was used to a certain style of play in in Cleveland, got to Miami and they helped revolutionize the entire sport um, by way of, of, of the amoeba defense and, having LeBron at the four and 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 just absolutely dominating with with that athletic presence. And then when he got to Cleveland again and he took a he saw that he was up against the absolute buzzsaw that that uh, the Golden State Warriors had become, he evolved again. 
And he learned how to play next to Kyrie Irving. And he learned how to play with Kevin Love. And that was a process. And I think that's something that the Lakers are going to have to, to enter into now is, is that process of figuring this out. The only problem is processes, they take time. And they oftentimes cost you with a couple wins. And I think the number one question as the Lakers try to do this or as this becomes a concept that people in the Lakers organization start thinking about is they can't really afford to drop any games from here on out as they try to figure this out. So a lot here is going on, obviously, and this is going to be a very fluid thing. But I do think that the Lakers at their best are going to to be an Anthony Davis team. And I think at their worst, we saw it last night when they, when they or a couple nights ago, by the time you guys are listening to this, um, we saw the Lakers at their worst as they coughed up that 17-point lead. It was a lot of, of guard play and LeBron hero ball and, and AD just didn't get a touch for much of the fourth quarter. That can't happen flat out. And, and if the Lakers are going to try to be a, a maximized offense, it's going to have to be through their best player, who now is Anthony Davis. All right, that's going to do it here for this uh, this episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. Make sure you guys check out uh, stuff from earlier this week, as if you haven't checked it out already, the conversation I had with Lee Ellis, formerly of No Dunks, Inc., was fantastic. I had a blast talking to him. Raj and I, you know, we commiserated in in the Lakers lost the other night, but we did do plenty of laughing there. We tried to make it as entertaining as possible. And then here in a little bit, I and then, you know, obviously from yesterday, uh, make sure you check out the Taco Tuesday guys as as they get ready for an absolutely brutal stretch. I know uh, Regla just wrote for Silver Screen and Roll about the brutal stretch that the Lakers are facing. Um, he and Padilla are going to get into that on Taco Tuesday. And then Harrison and I, We'll uh, prep you guys for the uh, rest of the week here in a little bit. So until then, until I talk to you guys next, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.